Today, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to his disciples, Amen, I say to you, it will be hard for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for one who is rich to enter the kingdom of God. When the disciples heard this, they were greatly astonished and said, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, For men this is impossible, but for God all things are possible. Then Peter said to him in reply, We have given up everything and followed you. What will there be for us? Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you that you who have followed me in the new age, when the Son of Man is seated on his throne of glory, will yourselves sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has given up houses, or brothers, or sisters, or father, or mother, or children, or lands, for the sake of my name, will receive a hundred times more, and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last will be first. The Gospel of the Lord. The Gospel often describes situations in which we may find Jesus' behavior unsettling or disconcerting. This should actually be good for us, or at the very least, it should help us realize that our thoughts are not God's thoughts. We do not think as he does. For this reason, let us continue to reflect on Sunday's Gospel, in which Jesus paradoxically praises the faith of a woman who supposedly had no faith. Don't you think that's strange? A woman who was considered a pagan ended up demonstrating that her faith was great indeed? Woman, how great is your faith? First of all, Jesus teaches us that we can never underestimate anyone according to the way they live their faith. We can never assume ownership of what is, in reality, a gift. Within the church, even though we may be close to Jesus, we still run many risks. One of them is that of monopolizing faith, of taking over its distribution, so to speak, and believing that everything must go through us. Yesterday, we were saying that to be a Christian goes beyond following mere morals. Today I add that faith is not simply following a doctrine. It is following a person. Following Jesus places us on a different path. We learn to live differently. So yes, we learn a doctrine, it's true. But the doctrine is not the end in itself. The end is Him, Jesus. That's why having faith, in the deepest sense of the word, is relying on Jesus, believing in Him, trusting Him, and this doesn't necessarily require knowing many things. There are many people who have considerable knowledge and training in terms of doctrine. There are many theologians who write books about Jesus, but they don't have the faith of this woman in the gospel because they don't trust Jesus. 
we still have so much to learn. We may find it difficult to understand the words Jesus said in today's gospel unless we allow him to gaze upon us and address his words to each of us. For man, this is impossible, but for God, all things are possible. It is God who makes it possible for us to understand that our greatest wealth doesn't stem from the things we own. It doesn't matter how much we have. It's not the amount of goods that we possess that make us rich or poor. Instead, what matters is the extent of our attachment to our possessions, the strength with which we hold on. Whether we're rich or poor, we may find ourselves extremely attached to our possessions. Conversely, we may be detached, generous, and unconcerned about material things, regardless of how much we own. Now, today Jesus says something that we cannot quell or silence. It's very difficult for those who have many belongings to be poor at heart, to be detached, and not to become owned by their possessions. He says, It is very difficult for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. It's very difficult for a rich person to understand this relationship of love that is the kingdom of heaven, where we are all brothers. It's difficult for someone who has accumulated many possessions to grasp that what he has is also for sharing with others. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been able to accumulate as many goods. It's difficult for a rich man to understand that the goods of this world are not just private property and that poverty in this world is due to a lack of justice. There's no denying that this is difficult. Otherwise, the world we see and know would be very different. He who considers himself to be wealthy, whether he owns much or little, is selfish and closed in on himself. He cannot see beyond his whims and desires, and those are always temporary. He doesn't aspire to greatness, magnanimity, and once his immediate needs are met, he immediately seeks to sate other needs that are always self-centered as opposed to focusing on others. He does not seek to sate the hunger of others, only his own. This is what Jesus calls us to, to seek to satisfy the needs of others, not only our own. And it is God's will that we raise our heads and realize that there are others who have not received as much as we have, that others are having a worse time and are suffering much more than we are. And if we're generous, we will discover and obtain true wealth, that which comes from opening our lives to others, not only by giving of ourselves, but also by sharing our belongings. After all, how many things do we own and store and never use? Let us have a good day, and may the blessing of God, who is our merciful Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever. Thank you.